Hello and welcome to Counselling Conversations with Julie, brought to you by Beyond the Surface Counselling. And if you have not already done so, please share, like, follow and subscribe to the podcast. A podcast where we look through the lens of counselling to help you improve your relationships, life and look for ways to live a more healthy and fulfilling life. In today's episode, we're talking about post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, as it is more commonly heard, has a long history. Often, though, we hear that PTSD was a, a term coined through the First World War as shell shock or combat stress. However, historical literature has recorded evidence that post-traumatic stress disorder might be as old as the act of war itself. The symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder have been recorded for over a thousand millennia. However, it was not officially recognised and classified as a disorder until the first Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, also more commonly known as the DSM. In this case, it's the DSM-1, which was the first edition um, published by the American Psychiatric Association, and that was published in 1952. What is now known as PTSD was classified as gross stress reaction. The predominant factors were listed as stressful environmental events, such as natural disasters or war. The DSM continued to be updated, and in 1968, an, un an updated diagnosis that clarified the etiology of the symptoms was linked to the individual, not the event. And if the individual had good adaptive capacity, if they had that good bounce back, the symptoms usually receded as the stress diminished. Schubert and Les also did a study on this in 2009. The term post-traumatic stress disorder was introduced in the third edition of the DSM-3 following the Vietnam War. The diagnostic criteria reflected the view that the symptoms occurred as a result of a significant stressor and certainly not to the individual or due to the individual. In 1994, the DSM-4 classified PTSD as an anxiety disorder. This is the most current, of the most current now, is the DSM-5, which created a new category called trauma and stressor-related disorders, in which post-traumatic stress disorder is now sitting, it's now classified in that category. Several changes have been made to the categories within the diagnosis. However, the origins of the disorder of post-traumatic stress disorder occurs because of stressful environmental events and have that has remained unchanged. So post-traumatic stress disorder is a mental disorder that can occur after an individual has experienced or witnessed a traumatic event, a series of events or a set of circumstances. An individual may experience this as an emotionally or physically harmful or even life-threatening event that might affect their social, physical, mental or spiritual well-being. This can also include hearing about something traumatic. The symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder can be immediate or after a delay of weeks or months. Examples include 
physical assault, rape, serious accidents, intimate partner violence, natural disasters, war, terrorist attack, generational trauma, bullying and historical trauma. Post-traumatic stress disorder can occur in all people of any age, ethnicity, nationality and culture. People with post-traumatic stress disorder experience intense, distressing, disturbing thoughts and feelings related to their experience that last long after the traumatic event has ended. They may, may relive the event with intrusive thoughts, such as flashbacks, have nightmares, and feel fear, sometimes irritability, anger, hopelessness or sadness. They may be estranged from loved ones or detached from others and have difficulties with concentration and sleeping. Some people with post-traumatic stress disorder may avoid the reminders of the traumatic event, such as crowds, situations or even people. They may have strong negative reactions to sights, sounds, smells and touch. This is an unconscious negative reaction. Sometimes people with post-traumatic stress disorder don't even realise why they're reacting to the triggers that have reacted them. Individuals may try to avoid remembering or thinking about the traumatic event. They may resist talking about what happened and how they feel. Inability to remember some aspects of the traumatic event might lead to negative self-beliefs and feelings about oneself or others. For example, no one can be trusted, the thought of that, or the thought that I am bad, or it was my fault. Distorted thoughts about the cause or consequence of the traumatic event can lead to a person wrongly blaming themselves, leading to shame, ongoing stress, fear, guilt, and unable to experience positive emotions. Many people who have been exposed traumatic event experiences similar symptoms to the ones described above in the days following a traumatic event. So for an adult, adolescent and children older than six years to meet the diagnostic criteria of the DSM-5 with post-traumatic stress disorder, symptoms that cause a disturbance as the ones I've just previously said above must have had a duration of more than one month. The disturbance caused clinically significant distress or impairment in social, occupational or other important areas of functioning. The disturbance is not attributed to a, a physiological effect of a substance, for example, medication, alcohol or other medical conditions. For children young, six years or younger, the DSM-5 advises to see the section titled Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder for children six years and younger. It is also important to mention that not everyone who experiences trauma develops post-traumatic stress disorder. And not everyone who develops post-traumatic stress disorder requires psychological or psychiatric treatment. For some, their family or friends support system helps them or their spiritual beliefs. Although many people with post-traumatic stress disorder might need professional treatment to assist in their recovery from the psychological distress that can be debilitating, distressing and certainly intense. 
it is important to remember that trauma might lead to severe distress and intense feelings. This is not the person's fault and post-traumatic stress disorder is treatable. The earlier an individual gets treatment, the better chance of recovery. If you or someone you know has experienced a traumatic event or trauma, contact your health professional. As psychiatrists, psychologists and other mental health professionals use proven, use various proven research-based methods of treatment to help an individual recover from post-traumatic stress disorder. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have found Counselling Conversations with Julie helpful. If you think this podcast would help someone you love or know, please share, like, follow and subscribe to the podcast. And if you don't mind giving me a five-star rating, you will be ultimately helping others to find the podcast. In addition, if you have something on your mind, a question or something you would like me to delve deeper into, click the link in the bio below, What's on Your Mind. Until next time, be kind and gentle with yourself.